Welcome to It's a Small Business World podcast, where you'll get the buzz about small businesses all over the world. We're your hosts, KC and Jaime. We're both passionate advocates for small businesses, digital tech, and international trade. I'm KC Gundiam, and I'm the founder of B2B Match. And I am Jaime Volta, a tech contributor to B2B Match. It's a Small Business World is produced by B2Bmatch.com, the international business matchmaking platform for and by small and medium businesses. How about you check us out today? Hello, everyone. Today is our podcast and uh, it's new. We don't have Jaime with us today, um, so I will be flying solo on this one. But I'm so, so, so happy to have a guest uh, with me today, um, Armando Diaz. Um, and Armando is, Armando, tell us where you located and why you located there. <laughs> Thank you, Casey, for the invitation. Uh, I'm based in Barcelona in Spain, although I am from Colombia. My team is in Colombia, but we just uh, started businesses here in Europe, starting in Spain. And obviously, we have already businesses since five years, six years ago in the U.S. So we started businesses to the U.S. and recently in Barcelona to expand to the European Union. And that's why I'm here in Barcelona. That is amazing. And this is one thing that was fascinating to me when I saw mm -hmm. your company and what you do is your, that you were in Colombia, but you also have an office in San Francisco and now you're in Barcelona. So um, I'm obviously very, very interested in the audience as well in hearing a little bit more about some of the, of the why did you uh, expand in those markets? Okay. We started businesses from Colombia where we have tremendous bilingual talent and we have fantastic accounting uh, people there. Uh, basically what we do, we have among the several services, basically what we do is we render a bookkeeping services for the accounting firms, mid-sized accounting firms in the U.S. So we basically help them to clean their desk. We do all the nitty-gritty, all the tough work, all the uh, amazing, uh, tedious job. We take that up from Colombia. Uh, we use technology to connect to our clients' uh, uh, platforms, and we do the accounting from our end. Uh, and it's been tremendous uh, added value for the accounting firms because now they have more time to dedicate to the fancy part, which is talking to the client and add more value, be more proactive in providing analysis uh, and, uh, and different view of the accounting context to the client instead of wasting their time doing recon reconciliation and endless uh, book, uh, bookkeeping stories. So what we do is we take that up, we help those guys to provide different kind of services. And on the other side, uh, the accounting firms, they have reported to us that now because we free up their time for you know all the accounting staffing, they, they can devote more time to render different services and including 
uh, accepting new engagements. So now they can grow. They can accept more people and they can rely on us to continue growing. So this has been a fantastic win-win great job to us and as well as to them. And it's been it's been a fantastic experience uh, doing this work from Colombia. Uh, we recently expanded to Europe on these same services from our end, and uh, we use we rely on our team from Colombia rendering the same service over here in Spain. And moving forward, once we establish our business in Spain, we plan to move forward to the UK, Germany, and other countries that might require this kind of service all based with people in Colombia as well as potentially here from Spain. I absolutely love this story because tell us a little bit more because you and I, when we chatted and connected, um, you have a background in accounting. So the fact that now your service is that industry from a different perspective is really interesting to me. So tell us about that. Well, I started off in Bogota, then I joined Arthur Anderson when I just finalized, I was about to finalize my CPA uh, uh, major. I finalized that one and I ended up in Arthur Anderson a long time ago, obviously much before they went out of business. Remember 2002, they went, everybody knows they went out from uh, business. So uh, I joined Arthur Anderson and then I joined KPMG uh, in auditing. I was working mainly for the oil and gas industry. And then I joined Texaco those days and then Chevron. I stayed there for a long time. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you how long because you can calculate my age there. <laughs> but it's a good number of years. And, and it's then, experience uh, too. I mean, what you're bringing to the table is massive, so you should be proud of that. <laughs> I was leading uh, accounting and finance teams uh, in Latin America, the U.S. as well, uh, and then uh, basically all Latin American countries and some Caribbean island as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I moved to Africa, West Africa, and then I moved to Asia, and then I just uh, decided to open up my own business. That's wonderful. So, uh, all in all, of thirty years' experience working in the oil industry. That's really wonderful. So. Can, I think I'd love to, to hear your perspective on the current labor, and this is again something you taught me. I did not know there was a labor shortage in accounting and, and what that meant for the field, but also for the rest of the industry. I'd love to hear about that. Well, I, I guess this is, uh, uh, this is a challenge that uh, all accounting firms are suffering all over the world, not only in the U.S., or Europe, but it's all over the world, uh, is basically the fact that baby boomers, people over 45 years, 50 years, are leaving, are leaving their jobs. A lot of accounting people, auditors, uh, people providing a, a, some uh, advice, some advisory jobs, they're leaving. They stay there for a good number of years. And after the pandemic, there was a swap. It's a switch in the mentality. So there's a lot of people leading. Uh, and, and that poses a big challenge for all accounting firms because that gap or that vacuum left behind by uh, the baby boomers are not filled out by young people coming in. So there's still a gap. 
And the young guys, they don't want to come in and do accounting majors for many reasons. Because they find fancy jobs somewhere else. <laughs> they, when they come to university, uh, and they, they feel a little bit bought out because, uh, because of repetitive tasks in accounting. Uh, there's a long shift, the long working hours, uh, and demanding, um, demanding work. Uh, and also, uh, it's particularly in busy seasons, all these, the peak seasons, yeah. uh, you know, and there's a lot of effort to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some accounting firms, they lack of uh, career development opportunities for them. It's pretty much flat, the career for them, and they just want to grow fast. And this is, is posing a challenging, obviously, it poses a challenge to every, all accounting firms. And sometimes they feel underpaid or undervalued as compared to other fancy jobs in in the technology or the banking industry. Mm -hmm. So they prefer to, once they do their major, they just go to different industries instead of the accounting firms doing accounting. And that's why all the accounting, all the big accounting firms, all sizes are finding real big challenges, finding good talent to fill the gap. And and obviously there's there's a... it's a change in the mentality, and, uh, and uh, which is left behind by the baby boomers yeah. leaving, yeah. and not enough people coming in. And then, does that mean, or does it? Do you feel that yeah. companies like yours, who are smaller, more agile, um, you know, and who offer maybe a more dynamic um, um, ecosystem, will be where the younger crowd will wanna will wanna be? Correct. What we do basically is we uh, we find good, talented people who are in the middle, you know, they're studying, they haven't finalized their career yet, they want to work, and we offer career development, we offer a good compensation package, competitive package also, and we uh, allow them to work from home, and there's a lot of factors that we allow them to uh, you know, they feel happy in a good working environment. So they decide to work for us. And now what we do is knowing that most of the accounting firms, they do have a gap. We fill that gap from our end, remotely, of course. And now the accounting firm, they assign these young guys, they hire in the U.S. or Spain or somewhere else to do more fancy, more attractive kind of work for them. They... Uh, uh, for career development to them why we do the tough part to us. It's a win-win uh, solution to us and our people are happily doing all these tasks and uh, and the accounting job is being you know doing happily from our end and the accounting firms they feel this vacuum. I think we partially solving the gap left behind by the baby boomers. Oh definitely I think and also because uh, the accounting um and also maybe the accounting field has not evolved in the way that it you know it it could have to match with what the new generation is looking for maybe in and in, in getting attracted to which is a good segue to diversity and inclusion you know when you work in three continents literally or three let's call it three countries <laughs> um how how do you keep those values of diversity, inclusion, bringing in uh, in talent acquisition? Well, 
Uh, about 70% of our staffing are women. We're happy, we're glad working with them because they add a lot of value. I'm not talking about men, they're not. <laughs> I totally got you. I totally got you, Armando. I think what you're saying is but women are part of a big part of your workforce. Correct. Mm. About 70%. We are we're in business now for six years now, and it's been the trend about over 70% or 70% pretty much that percentage is being uh, staffed by women in our job. And uh, um, we're glad doing that because they have a fantastic focus on the detail as well as the customer service side. Mm -hmm. They are um, bringing amazing talent to the table. And believe it or not, in the accounting at the universities in Colombia, most of the uh, population studying or coming to study in the universities accounting are women. Don't know why, don't ask me why, but they're really interested in the finance world, in the accounting field, the ladies. And I'm glad, you know, finding a lot of talent. Every time we post a job opening in our company, there's a lot of ladies coming in. Obviously, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we really focus on diversity and attracting good talent. And obviously, among that, uh, we hire uh, women and also men from diverse uh, uh, cultural uh, race or diverse uh, um, you know places uh, from the country. Or we have other people from Venezuela as well hiring in our staffing. So yes, I believe diversity is really important in this field, and we are we are also focusing and concerned about that. And so, and you're doing you what you can to also provide work to a population who otherwise would have challenges uh, getting into the offices and so on. When we talk about women, we talk about and the pandemic and other studies have shown that women are still responsible highly with, you know, taking care of the families, the homes and so on. So I feel like what you're doing is, is, is very important in that field, you know, so, and, and so how do you, so, so one of the thing that was, is a key selling point as well is Colombia is uh, a place where you have uh, bilingualism. So English and, and, and uh, Spanish. Uh, so I assume this must be attractive for um, many markets that you want to go into. Oh yeah, for instance, in the U.S., it's a big Spanish community. I believe in Canada as well. And in in, uh, in in the U.S., it's all over fifty million people, Spanish-speaking people. It's a huge, it's a, it's a huge population, and everyone has realized that the Spanish community. It's a tremendous market yeah. to, uh, to grow. Um, what we do is basically we offer talent for in English and we do customer service as well in Spanish, which is quite kind of difficult to find in certain places. What we do is both of them. I mean, we, uh, we talk to Spanish-speaking people as well as to English-speaking. Speak, we provide a complement and we provide... Um, not only the bookkeeping service, but we add a lot more value. We offer our clients, our accounting firms, owners, we offer them, let's say, if you need to contact certain clients, we can call them, we can speed up the collection process, we can speed up the okay. uh, documents. We do a lot more than bookkeeping. And, and um, 
since we're talking about uh, decentralized um, services, is would you be able to talk a little bit about how your pricing model works? I want to really give concrete information to anybody who is look, you know, who's hearing us right now. Sure. What we offer is uh, is an hourly rate. Uh, we charge between uh, sixteen to eighteen dollars, depends on the number of hours we've been hired, with a minimum of forty hours per month. So for eighteen hours per month. If you hire less than 40 hours, you can ha have our services. And everyone starts with a minimum 40 hours. And as long as they know our service, we can add value. They receive a lot of value from us. They are increasingly uh, using our service. And uh, we're really growing fast because there's a lot of people um, valuing our services. And uh, we're happy about that because now we're receiving more and more clients because I'm sure. I'm sure that's wonderful. And uh, your and the talent can work in any countries. It does. Okay. The talent works from any place. Yes, it does. And they but know. Once, um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, the challenge, I think, for us is uh, we comply with international international data security standards. Is ISO twenty seven hundred and one, which is. Uh, the information uh, data security standards, and we comply with data security standards in every single jurisdiction we operate. So to us, mostly since we have already centralized our ISO uh, data security implementation, so we prefer to use Colombia uh, for now, but every other country also, of course, we can hire, we can hire people from India, Pakistan, somewhere else in the future. But now we have to integrate them into the ISO as a data security standard world first. But for now, we're using people from Venezuela and Colombia, talented guys working from them and accessing obviously our uh, clients' uh, accounting platform or softwares to do the accounting for them. And for the, yes, go ahead. No, 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 finish your thought. It's so fascinating. So go ahead. And for them, for the accounting firm, it's just like having somebody else next to them. Because we dedicate one person to them, so they just speak to that guy every single day and they become part of their team. When they have meetings, internal meetings among among themselves, our guy is always there. Okay. Because he gets instructions, he gets strategies, he becomes part of the team. That's fantastic. And he got delegated tasks and he operates and behaves and feels us, you know, part of that brand, part of that company. So do you offer the same service to smaller companies? Because the big guys obviously won't have, I imagine, issues getting a hold of you and uh, working with you. But how about the smaller companies, the small and medium businesses that are that need that support? Do you work as, as well with them? Correct. This is my market niche. That's exactly my niche because that those are the guys who really need to grow. And sometimes they can't because they can find their resource locally, they can find uh, people who stay longer with them, and the training becomes a problem because once you train someone and that person is leaving, it becomes a challenge for them. And in the peak seasons, they're really having a hard time. When they, when they do recognize the service, I mean, we fill in the gap. We're really solving a big problem for them. I love this. The, you are 
a poster child for what B2B is. B2B Match is is really a business that has a very strong value prop and also that is international by DNA, by nature, that understand that opportunities can go, can be anywhere. And also, I think you understand very well the value of relationships, which is very important. I'm, I'm, I really hope people can, um, can, you know, hear all the great stuff and how they can work with you and your team. And having uh, been in contact with you for a few months and proudly say that you are a member of uh, B2B Match, I, you know, I just love the customer service and your your team has been absolutely fantastic. It's so great to, to, you know, to even be in touch with. So I can definitely see um, how it can trickle down with everything else that you offer. So I have one last question to you. And now it has been a tradition. I ask every guest, what is their superpower? What is your superpower, Armando? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, Casey. That's a question huh? <laughs> it, it is a tough question but what do you feel you do better um what is your thing that you do better than anything else you know i guess is having fun building competitive teams that's a wonderful superpowers to have that's fantastic. <laughs> so as we wrap up, um, and you know, I want to thank you, but I also want people to be able to get a hold of you. So where can people reach out to you or your team um, if they hear this and they really want to know more about your services and your company? Sure. We are UV Team, and you can find us in the web as a UV Team. Probably I should write something to you, and, and um, we, we will be we will be able to actually add that to the description of the podcast and everything. So, but are you on LinkedIn? Is your team uh, reachable in uh, on the website? Uh, oh yes, yes. Oh yes, in the web page. On the web there's page. a there's a form that you can write us, and immediately you can get you can get you can get response. Either in European or American uh, time frame, you can get a quick response to any of the questions. We'll be glad. We'll be glad. Uh, you know, talking to everyone. Uh, Careful, in, in, people are gonna test that. So <laughs> I'm sure people will reach out to you. You're, you know, what you're doing is an amazing service. You have a great team, and it's expanding. And uh, you're proving you can work in. Uh, North America, in you know South America, as well as in Europe, and you're going to keep expanding. So I want to really thank you for this time and um, sharing your you know insights for us in the accounting uh, industry, but also the labor shortage, the impact it has, and um, how you can support small and medium businesses. So thank you so much, Armando. Casey, thank you so much. It would be glad. Uh, you know, having a, another conversation sometime whenever you have a chance. But we will be more than happy receiving any question or any contact from anyone from your team members in the future. It would be fantastic. Mi casa es su casa. So our door is open. You can Thank come you. on the podcast at any time and uh, we'll be super happy to host you. Fantastic, Casey. Thank you so much for the invitation.
Thank you for joining us on this episode of It's a Small Business World. If you found this discussion valuable and enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date with our latest episodes. We also have a library full of diverse topics and fascinating guests from around the world. So check out the other episodes for more thought-provoking content. Your subscription means a lot and happy listening.